Welcome to another episode of Always That Podcast. I'm your girl, Issa. I'm Lisa. And I'm that guy, Nerdy G. What's up, y'all? How's everybody doing today? Chilling. Doing good. Just trying to stay warm. Trying to stay warm. You act like it's cold outside. Y'all got all your food. Got your groceries. You ready? You ready? Ready for the the storm of the century? (laughs) That may not happen. Yeah. (laughs) Of course. Of course. I'm I'm ready. You know? Ready? I'm ready. I, I went out like a crazy person to the store earlier today. So, yeah. Um, the road really was bad, the parking lot. What did you What did you buy? What did you just have to go get? What did you buy? A pot of bread, the tissue paper, what was it? No, tissue paper and water and paper towels, those items I'm good on. Um, it just seems like these kids, they can't find anything better to do than eat. So I was <laughs> down to like two packs of meat. <laughs> Yeah, I just went to the store last week, so I don't know. I bought them some mm-hmm. uh, bread and some syrup and dessert and jelly things because they keep eating like that. They're going to have to make it do what it do. Yep. <laughs> Did the store seem to be pretty stocked or were they, was it limited or it looked pretty good? Um, It looked pretty good. Now, some stores, they did say were out, but this one looked pretty good. Okay. Good. Lisa is ready, so if we need something to eat, we know we can go over there. I don't know if she's making chili or stew or what, but sounds like she got us covered if we need a meal. <laughs> Getting to is gonna be the is gonna Maybe be. Did you have to do any grocery shopping? Oh yeah, most definitely. I went out this morning. Um, the roads were slick where I where I'm at, so I had to come back and change vehicles. Cause I need to, mm-hmm. yeah, I need to get some tires on my on my truck, but I came back. I changed vehicles, went out there, and it was. I mean, wasn't no baskets. <laughs> Everybody was in the store, and had I would have known that the sun was gonna come out a little bit later, I would have waited. Just waited. I would have waited. Yeah, but what was funny though? What was, what was real funny though? While I was in the store, uh, while I was in the checkout line, and so like they had opened up some extra lanes or whatever the case may be. And so I was standing there, and another dude, uh, he just looked. He looked over at my basket. I looked at his basket, and he was like, "Hey, how much? How much damage you think you did? How much damage you think you did? You think you you think you did more than me? You think you did more than me?" And I'm like, huh? it, it's, uh, uh, First, I'm like, I could be rude. I could just ignore him. I say, but you know what? Given life, you know what? Let me entertain this dude for a hot second. And so. I was like, no, nah, no. Nah. I was like, no. Nah, I think you got it. I think you got more. Than, I think I think you got more than me, man. He was like, no, nah, man. Your basket real full, bro. He's like, I was like, nah. So we went back and forth and went back and forth or whatever. And when we got out, when we got out of there, he had a hundred and fifty dollars more than what I had. My basket was way more fuller than his basket. And he, and the first day he said, well, can't tell the missus about this, <laughs> you know. And I guess he, uh, he don't know how to shop. So she shouldn't have sent it. She shouldn't have sent him out there by herself, because uh, yeah. He probably was just grabbing up himself. Probably so. Probably so. I mean, the way I look at it, when I shop, I shop for meals. I can eat this on this day. I'm gonna eat this. I'm gonna eat that. So I shop. I kind of shop that way. But then I got myself a lot of snacks and stuff too. So that was cool. So I'm, I'm good. I'm good if we get snowed in with this. What they talking about? Uh, three to seven inches tomorrow, and then about ten inches on Monday. So you know, whatever. 
well, I know where I need to go because I did not get out there and go to the store. So as long as I can make it to Lisa or Nerdy House, <laughs> yeah, I'm good to go. But no, I already had some things. I kind of usually, when I go to the grocery store, I usually kind of do like a two weeks worth of stuff at a time and with just, you know, some vegetables or fruits or stuff like that that I get on a weekly basis. So I um, didn't have a need to pick up too much. So I had already kind of grabbed some stuff during the week. So I didn't make a special trip out due to knowing about the weather um, just because I feel like I have enough stuff to suffice to get me through. Um, and like you said, but it's, kind of, I didn't have a choice. In my head. Well, you don't have a choice over there. <laughs> you have to. You you gotta you gotta you know you got some big boys that <laughs> you gotta make sure you got some peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or something over there for them to eat. So you I literally have to, come to, went to the grocery store um, three days ago, and I was like, yeah, "No, I had food in two weeks at your house." <laughs> no, but I had meat in the deep freezer. I went there and I opened it up and I was like, did it disappear? They had to been giving it away. We were down to two packs of meat. And I know when I looked in there earlier, there was more meat than that. I think they were giving my food. I was going to say, who's doing this cooking? How are you missing out on these meals that they cooking the meat with? I think they're giving it away. I Because it's just like a disappeared. Well, so maybe I wasn't in my girlfriend, but I was ready to cry. <laughs> <laughs> you say do what? I said I wasn't in the store comparing who sent more, but I was in there ready to cry. Because I said, oh, I'm just going to go ahead and get these filler items and I'm going to send this money. When she gave me that coat, I want to slide down there ready. Ain't that how it always is, though? Mm-hmm. You go in there for a few yeah. items. Going there for a few items and then you end up coming You, you end up coming out with way more than what you expected. Mm-hmm. Or you go on your original day, you know, where you're supposed to get everything you want, but then you remember something and slide in there one day during the week and then buy this but you're not more than what you bought when you went on your original grocery store trip. Like, right. One of this was on your, your regular grocery list. Today, you forgot one item and you're going to end up racking up a whole nother list of stuff that you're rocking after the store with. That's what happens to me. Don't have to work. We're going to work, yes. on, we're going to work on that. But I'm going to tell you this, though. When I be looking at the... Uh, when I be looking at the receipt, I be going back and saying, now, "Was this a dollar? I know, that, I know, this was like a dollar. This was seventy-eight cents." I go back and I be looking. I think they be trying to turn. I need a, a specific budget. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Give me a grocery budget and don't go over it. I look at it like this: It's food. We gonna need it. We gonna eat it. So why not? Yeah, I do want. I do like when it's at warm though, because I do miss going to like the farmers market because I usually go there like every week and get it fresh fruits and vegetables and stuff that will last for the week um, and just go back every week and get that. So I do miss doing that. So I hope those are coming back soon once it warms up a little bit. Well, you know, I saw, I saw I a little... Did, like going and some fresh stuff. Well, you know, I seen an article. They said that uh, once 80% of the country is vaccinated, we can go back to normal. What y'all feel about that? Once 80% is what, vaccinated? Yeah, and... And I'm trip out too. If I tell you something, I didn't know that there was two parts to the vaccine. So you get two shots, and like I guess you get one one uh-huh. day. And then you got. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Yep. And they said Johnson and Johnson was trying to make one where you only get one dose, but it wasn't as effective as planned. It was only um, like sixty percent, um, whereas the two do- doses um, and taking it in two parts, one is like. Um, 
50%, the other one is like some other percentage um, in the two doses. So the two doses is supposed to be better. My thing is, you uh, people are complaining about not being able to get in, um, not having the quantity or or not the age to get or whatever the recommendations are right now. So I don't know. Then you have people that say they got it and they deal with it. But then I hear quite a few people that are saying, no, I'm not going to take it yet. So What you feel? Yeah. What y'all saying it on it? Oh, I'm going to let them keep playing with it a little while longer. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. I mean, if I had to for like travel or, you know, something where there just was no way around it, then maybe I would consider it. But right now, um, it's not something that like I'm in line or, oh my gosh, I can't wait till it's my turn. And then when I started hearing about it being new strands coming out, it's kind of like, okay, so is everybody going to see them and then there'll be new strands out and the, and the vaccine that they have no longer even be effective. So that's the other thing about rushing out and getting it is it may help you for now, but I was already reading that there's new strands coming out. So it's kind of like, I don't know. I don't want to be getting 10 different COVID vaccines this year. So right. um, I'm going to just stay at home, stay safe, wear my mask, and be safe as possible when I go out and try to, you know, let let the people who really do have a serious need for it get it right now that, yeah. you know, may have be more high risk or older, let them get it right now. Let them have it. Yeah, I seen, uh, well, yeah. not, not that I seen, but I had one of my friends come and tell me, like right now she got the flu. But her flu she thought she had COVID and when she went to her doctor, her doctor told her uh, there's there's a variation of the flu right now that is showing COVID like symptoms, but it's not COVID, it's just the flu. And I'm like, So is COVID and the flu getting together and kicking out some more shit or what is it like? I don't wanna I don't wanna deal with none of that. Exactly. That's crazy gonna be a combo of a flu COVID combo of having both. I'm just not, I'm not a, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of doing it at all, just to be honest. And then sometimes I'm concerned about the test readings because some people will be like, Oh, I just found out I got exposed. I'm gonna go get tested and it's like, oh my test came back negative. It's like, can you go get tested too fast? And maybe that's why it's coming back negative. I mean if you just came into exposure with someone and you go get tested like immediately the day or so after I just don't know if that's always showing up in the results immediately. We don't know. Have, you, have hey. any of you had to get tested or took the test for whatever reason? Yeah, I did. I have. And we had to wait when um, we were told that someone that we had been around had been exposed um, and that they needed to, um, we had to get tested. The day they told us we didn't go get tested, we waited um, a few days. And then we went and got tested because they did say that if you go too soon. Was it painful? Well, the nose one is, um, but there is one that does the mouthwash. That one is not. To me, I guess because I've had the flu and they did uh, the same swab they used for COVID, like the little sticky thing, they use it for the flu as well. Um, they go through, you know, specifically for the flu. So I guess because I've had it done before, it really hasn't phased me. But it is painful. And if they go too far, then, you know, you hear different things of what people say. But, yeah, I've heard some people say it's very painful. But I'll stick yeah, to the mouth, to the mouth swab. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't gotta do it again. That's just me. I ain't gotta do that again. <laughs> I ain't gotta do it again. They can have it. They 
Stay yeah, safe. some people are testing like weekly and, you know, like every two weeks or depending on their job, like they're really testing like quite often. So, you know, if you don't have to, um, I wouldn't just want to every week if I didn't have to, but maybe their jobs are requiring it. But I do think there are some people that's just paranoid and every time they have a sniffle, it's like, oh, I'm going to go get a COVID test. <laughs> so, yeah. Don't want them shoving something up my nose all the time. I can't do it. Well, that didn't sound good, shoving it up your nose all the time. I mean, that's what it feels like. I mean, I get it. Just just think about how many times that the nurse has already done this or whatever the case may be. And, I mean, hell, on the 45th time, I mean, I guess, you know, you get a little tired. Just be like, all right, nigga, here you go. Next. I do get a, a little rough for the 10th person that hit it for the day after they done did it a couple of times. Yeah, and I think, I mean, let me catch you in the morning when you first, not, not, let me catch you when you you in your groove, not when you're ready to go home and you know your shift will get ready to be over. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Or when y'all don't switch uh, shifts so I can get somebody, you know, new and uh, alert and have been doing this all day. Yeah. Something like that, but it's, we know how folks is. They don't take their damn job serious. Or some of them take it too serious. And, you know, like, like, like now, we already know we live in, we live in Texas. As soon as and as soon as the weather drop past what 30, 30 degrees or well, no, mm-hmm. as soon as it drop past forty, we all freaking out. We yeah, we can't go to work. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And then for the people that are still committed or are trying to go to their work, be a good employee, then you run the risk of being in the situation the other day in Texas where they ended up with a hundred car pile up and at first I just thought oh my goodness everybody keeps reporting this pile up you know that's terrible that that happened and then later when I was reading the story later in the day and found out some people died I was just like oh my gosh like I didn't you know at first I just thought like you know maybe some people were hurt a really bad pile up but then to find out that people lost their lives trying to go to work probably where they were being told you know um uh, you, you know, you have to come in or you're going to get an occurrence if you don't come in, you know, or may even be told that you're going to lose your job if you don't come in. I just think that we live in a state where our roads are not properly prepped, like northern states, to get out in those work conditions. So I just think, you know, these are the employees that do the work for you every single day. Yeah, there's people that don't want to come out if it rains too hard, but I'm talking about serious, true conditions where it's icy, or, you know, even if it's just a work delay where maybe they're late, you know, there's people who still get written up or occurrences if they're late or if they're not able to come at all. And I just think that companies are really greedy and selfish. And, you know, I don't think that anyone's life that, you know, that a person should not have to worry about, I could lose my job in the middle of a pandemic if I don't report to work, um, but it's icy or cold outside. I just think that that's just really terrible that, a job would, you know, put that type of fear in a person. Now, some people do choose to drive in on their own or, you know, they feel like I'm a good driver, I'm comfortable, but you also have to keep in mind that you may be a good driver, but someone else may not be. But that always frustrates me when a job has a policy in place like that or like I've worked places where it was snowing hard outside and it was practically like anybody who leaves is getting an occurrence. And that can be, you know, very torn for some people. Like, I'm going to get up and walk out. I don't care what you say. Or I'm going to be the good employee that mess around and lose my life. Yeah, I can't do that. I can't, I can't be the good I can't be the good person that's going to lose my life behind a job. 
like like uh like I say your job your job will replace you in forty eight hours. The company is yeah. still the company is still gonna be there regardless what you regardless what you may believe or how much you want to say. Oh, I'm a company man, or they they say, or oh, company woman, and say I'm always there, I'm, even in the bad weather. So they don't care. You worked there for thirty years, and then what do you get? What do you get when you retire? A party, a pin, and what? Because ain't nobody else gonna stay there with you for thirty years. So the people that you yeah. probably end with is people probably been there what, maybe five or ten years or something like that. You not you not leaving there with you not retiring with your day ones that. You came in class with, you didn't see people come and go. You didn't see the changes th- throughout the company. And like I say, at the end, they just going to give you a pin, a little party, funky ass cake from Walmart or Sam's. And that's it. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> a funky cake. Funky cake. Funky cake. Funky cake. Funky cake. And a pin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and a pin. Yeah. The pin is very important. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have to take that occurrence, and then if I'm at the point to where uh, it's time for you to write me up, I guess I ride them ninety days the best way I can, or do what I got to do. But I'm not going in if the roads are bad. I'm not going in for no one. That's why I tell people use their best judgment. So I'm gonna tell y'all this. That's, so. that's what I say too. So I'm gonna tell y'all this. So like back in 2013, this had to be 20. Yeah, 2013. So we had a real bad ice storm, right? And the company that I worked for at that time, they they corporate headquarters is based out of Florida. So they had a, a they had a a business up in New York, Rochester, right? So those folks pretty much know what the deal is, and they there they when they get snow and stuff, they still commute back and forth to work. They had a place up in Canada when it snowed. Those people commuted back and forth to work got on a call and when we asked them yo hey are we gonna shut down the site in texas this is what's going on blah 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 the first response was what for and for me it was more like what do you mean what for and i say oh take a step back they don't understand how it is out here after explaining to them how it was out here and then they said so what do you want us to do we're not going to close the site and people still had to come to work. I was off on the weekend. I was off on Friday, Saturday was my original off days. I ended up going in on a snow on the, on the ice day because you know, we, we get snow, but we get mostly ice down here, black ice, X, Y, Z. Some people couldn't, some people couldn't make it home. I took me, me and my Jeep took probably about 12 or 13 people home. I ended up having to stay at the site, close it and kind of close it down and, and separate people so that they can sleep in there without mm. making sure we don't get any HR issues. So the building closed right. at, the building closed at 11 building closed at 11 reopened at six It's 6 AM in the morning. Those people who spent the night there at the building, woke all them up, put them on the phones and the people who were supposed to come in, they didn't show up till probably about 12 o'clock. Me personally, if I was at home, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have showed up for my shift. Period. We had there are other sites that they could have routed those phone calls to, and it would have been perfectly fine. Like it was bad. It it was bad. The roads weren't prepped. We didn't know what to do. I did leave. 
I didn't stay too far from the I didn't stay too far from the building at that time. I did leave and when I tell you if I didn't have my Jeep, if I would have had like a little old Fiat or a Kia Rio or some shit like that, I would have been stuck out there in the streets real bad. But like I So they didn't even put y'all in a hotel? No. And, and I'm mm-hmm. t- and I'm gonna tell you this like previous the previous because this was like a merger. Well, you know what? I don't give a fuck. I say their names. This was ADT. When it was Brings Home Security, Brings Home Security put us up in the in a hotel. They put us up in a hotel. They had vans. They said if you if you couldn't make it home, we're gonna put you up in a hotel. You can. Uh, they gave us these little cur bags, and and in a cur bag, gave you a change of clothes, um, toothbrush, toothpaste, some uh, some deodorant, and some and some other toiletries, right? Just so you can wash your, wash your ass and feel good. Now they put us. If you was management. You got the real nice hotel. If you were, you know, frontline employee, you got you still went to a hotel, but it wasn't as nice as what management went to. Perfectly fine. You didn't have to drive anywhere. They had vans came to pick you up, and then they told you, "Hey, because we put you up in this hotel, you get to work when you get to start work when you want to, and you get to work how many hours you want to." And then on top of that, they gave them like a, a a percentage increase. So on that day, the people who got put up in the hotel, oh, they was killing it. They was killing it, working twelve hours with like a twenty percent uh, differential on top on on top of that. And then you know they was killing it, and then they took care of them. So of course, once the roads were drivable again, of course we checked them out. Took them back to their cars. They was able to go home, but they pretty much came up. ADT was like, we ain't closing the building. We not putting y'all up in no hotel and care bags. And they just busted out laughing. Right somewhere in the site. That's crazy. Yeah. That's just rude. Yo, I, I had people in the quality room. You need me, but I can't even get a bed this weekend. No, no. Them folks were sleeping in chairs, sleeping on top of tables. Uh, They was... And, I said, now, they was going around to people who wasn't there and taking their covers and kind of like like a couple. A couple made a pallet in one of the quality rooms with other people's covers. Now, <laughs> hopefully they didn't do nothing while they was in there, but, yeah, but they made a pallet with other people's uh, covers, and I was just like, uh, oh, well. What, what they don't know right now ain't going to hurt nobody. Yeah, and so like I think that lasted that lasted that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Monday it was still it was still bad on that Monday, and then what was fucked up, and um, and this is what I think this is what kind of set me on the path to where I said, from this point forward, I'm not gonna change anything. Like I'm not gonna chase the job. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go and be be that be that guy for the company. And make sure that the company, like, you know, we all taking care of her. Like, that wasn't that wasn't my role or whatever the case. But, yeah, like, that Friday night, I was supposed to play PlayStation with my auntie. You know, that was one of the things that we were supposed to do. That was one of our things that we did together. We would play. We hop on. We play, like, Resident Evil or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. I skipped out on that night and went to take care of work business. Monday morning. Monday morning, while I was uh, dropping the person off, I got a call from my uncle, and he had let me know, 
that my auntie had passed. So like from that point on, I was kind of like, not nah, like fuck going all out for the company because they ain't gonna do shit for you in return. You lose someone like that you could have spent time or then we didn't get hustling and trying to go in and out of these jobs each and every day, you know, and for what? A pen and a cake? Yeah. Yeah. Keep it. Like, Keep it. Yeah. Keep it. Yep. I definitely understand. I don't know if that was the same here, the storm you're talking about, but I had the same situation where it was like, you know, you're required to come in and it was to the point where my boss was like, um, if you can't come in, I'll come pick you up. And I was like, well, I guess you need to pick me up because um, that's the only way I'm coming in. I don't feel comfortable driving on the road. And came and picked me up, slipped and slid all the way in. I'm like, I'm holding on to the door handle as we drive into work. As, well, as, they, as he drives into work, all to get there. Nobody hardly there. No work really to do. You know, people that stay nearby slid, slid on in. But it was just like, for what? Now I got to stay up here all day with you until you take me home in the afternoon. Then after when we rolled back, it was so slippery. And I was like practically like holding on to the door. Like this is a terrifying ride riding with you. It was like, well, if you're still, you know, if it's still there tomorrow, you know, I see how scared you are and how, you know, it really is slick. If it's still there tomorrow, you just stay at home. What? You should have left me at home to begin with because, first of all, if something had to happen to me, that would have been on you. You did not have to pick me up. I made a decision saying I'm not comfortable coming in. You said I need you to be there, so I'm going to come get you. And so after that point, it was like I ended up, I was like, I didn't go any other days after that, like until it got better because it was so just traumatic, just even trying to get home, riding your shoes, trying to be the good employee. And I had already slipped and slide to get home myself the previous day. So that's why I was telling them the next day, like, I don't feel comfortable driving because I had already drove the previous day and struggled to get home. So you want to come get me. I ought to get there. We do no halfway work. So I was just like, I'm not coming back in until it's clear. I'll call in every day, whatever. But it was just like, that just really frustrated me, like, just thinking if I lost my life, you know, my family going to be wondering or, you know, getting a payout or whatever the case may be but it's like still I don't my family members don't have me or my loved ones don't have me anymore uh, because I'm trying to go to this job or because my boss is so about we need people here that you came and picked me up and practically made me come into this job and I was like never again and then was at another job and it was the same thing. Y'all gonna get occurrences if y'all leave. Took me two hours to get home and fix this on the toll. And I told myself when I got home that day, I don't care what they give me tomorrow. If I was on the road praying, if I get home today, I will not come back out. And I didn't until it got better. And like ever since, and then later I saw on the news where somebody that worked at like Red Lobster, they were basically being told they had to come and work, work, end up sliding off the bridge and die. And from being on, I told myself, like, I will never go to work if I don't feel comfortable going because people lose their lives behind employers making them feel like they got to come in. And so I've been at two different places and did that same thing. And now I'm just at a point. And so when I heard about that pallet, it just made me think, like, one of the people were, like, 21 years old. Like, 
some of these people probably feel I'm going to lose my job or I have to still show up for work. And, you know, that shouldn't be the case. And even people that can drive, you have to be mindful. You know, 18-wheeler, when I saw one of the videos slammed into several people, like, it's not just about you and you being able to drive on the road. You're going to be out there with a lot of other people. So I would just encourage people, like, use your best judgment. But if you don't have to or if you don't feel comfortable, like, don't do it. Do not do it for the company. Especially, don't do it thinking that it's going to give you some brownie points or make you be some type of better employee because it won't. It won't. And I've worked places too that had a system like you mentioned. Now we weren't laying on the floors in the flight, in the flight. We had hotel rooms. Each person got paid additional money each day they worked. They could work whatever hours they wanted. They had a food stipend. They could eat at the hotel. They had food delivered to the uh, office every day. And you, like, your hotel was, like, literally right up the street. Like, you didn't have to even turn on another street to get back and forth. And they had their program together. But other places that don't, it's kind of like, it's, it's not worth it. Like, you'll have people that want to sign up for those programs and are willing to help. But you need to have proper things in place and properly compensate those people. Do you think if those people had someone that to tell them, not to do it, would they still have done it like a significant other or boo or whatever you want to call it? Do you think if they would have told them, hey, don't go in, they still wouldn't have went? I think that some people wouldn't, you know, like depending on where a person was at in their career, it felt like, you know, they're, they're chasing, you know, success or being a good employee, somebody may feel like they still could. But I do feel like there's some others that, you know, if their parents or significant other or something was like, you know, I do not want you going in you know, that they, they would, you know, take their advice. But some people, you know, they really are worried about their money or finances or, you know, some jobs don't have a, a weather payout, you know, for that day if you don't come in or something. And, and some people are worried about, you know, not 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 having money, you know, if they don't go in. So it's a sad situation to be in. And I feel like the only people that can really change it and make people feel comfortable and not have to worry is the companies themselves. They can afford especially Texas, we don't we may have some weather conditions would for once every two or three years is that like y'all can afford to give people two or three weather days a day, a year or whatever, you know, just based on the circumstances or how long it goes on. Um, I just you just gotta know your worth and know who you're working for because you will invest and put your all in places and they don't care. We'll have a written number after your position in forty eight hours. <laughs> I remember going to work one day feeling um, I just started with this company. And, of course, you know, we got told the same thing. You had to come in. If you didn't come in, it's going to be an occurrence or whatever. So um, I had to drive for a while, and, and I was on my way. But I must have slid that one way too, too far. And I politely pulled over, called the line, and said, I received this occurrence. And ever since then, once I made it home, I never went back out again. I didn't care. At this time, that's when they were equipping people to work from home. Set me up to work from home or whatever I need to do because I'm not doing this anymore. And it wasn't like I couldn't have because we had a lot uh, laptop. So but I understand your point with that. But the reason, to some, you know, when you have the significant others or whatever, they ask you not to do stuff. And you end up doing it. Or mm-hmm. feel like, oh, they just tripping. <laughs> they just tripping. I would do it. So that's why. That was one reason why I asked, do you think if they would have 
told, you know, if there's significant other would have told them not to go if they have not gone. Um, but I was reading this thing about where this man had asked this woman, um, he broke up with his woman because she did the busted him him because he asked her not to do that. Do you mm-hmm. think um, and she did it? Yeah. So um he broke up with her. Do you think he has the right to do that? Or was she wrong for still going ahead and doing it even after he asked her not to do Right. What's uh what was the issue with the busted challenge? Like what's the reason why he or what's the reason what's the reason why he he broke up with him? Because she did the challenge after he after she told him after he told her he didn't want her to do it. That's why he broke up with her. Just based off of him that he didn't want her to do it, that's it, that's how? Yeah. Okay. So my That's qu- what I took from it. Okay, so my question would be this. If there's a reason, if a man ask, if a man ask a woman, and let's just say that, let's just say that this guy is not controlling. <clears throat> an average man, if he asks a woman not to do something, it's because he truly just he 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 don't see his woman doing that. He don't want to deal with that type of woman because if he did want to deal with that type of woman, he would have been with that type of woman. But if that's something that she hasn't been doing. Or she's not social media like that, and then all of a sudden she does it for whatever reason, and he asked her not to do it, breaking up off back without a conversation. No, but if I had a conversation with you, asked you to take it down, and you said no, and you thought that I was being controlling or something like that, it's not that me. It's not that I'm being controlling. It's just, hey, you wasn't like this at first, so therefore then. I don't want this type of woman, so you got to go. What's your take on it, Issa? If you was asking well, I, not to do something, would you do it? Um, probably so, maybe. I don't know. It just depends on what exactly it is with the budget challenge. Um, you know, I feel like it's kind of like a little TikTok, you know, fun little dance thing. You know, some people make theirs more sexier. Uh, you know, I've seen celebrities do it. I've seen some people do it and, you know, it was you know, it's um, so I definitely think there's levels to it. And my thing is, what are you doing it for? Because it doesn't matter if that's not something you've done in the past. You know, everybody sometimes want to get in on something fun. Like, you know, maybe that's not your usual. You don't always do that kind of stuff. But, you know, some challenge or something comes out and you're like, you know what? That's, that's fun. I want to dress up and, you know, do the twerk or whatever, you know is involved. I think that it's like, are you doing it to have fun? Are you, you know, doing it because that's just something you want to do or want to try or just having fun? Or are you trying to, you know, attract other people or, you know, kind of like, do you have anything in particular behind it? And if your man kind of told you how he felt about it in advance, you know who you're in a relationship with and how you usually know, like, would your man be okay with something or not? And so I definitely think when you're in a relationship, it can't just be all about you, you know, you and what you want to do. And it can't be all about what that person wants and what they want them to do. So if you have a partner that listens to you and, you know, things that, you know, that matter to you, like, I don't feel like that needs to matter to you so much that you really need to lose your man over it. And I don't think it's that big of a deal to leave a woman over it either. You know, somebody that you're in love with and in a relationship because it can kind of sound weird. Like, okay, she did one thing that you didn't want her to do and that was grounds to leave her. 
Um, I think that could be a big extreme on on either side, but I do feel like I saw a lot of people doing it really tastefully, you know, still having fun, still participating. Uh, some even like on the second part when it's supposed to be sexy, um, like their kid or someone would be like, nope, you're not doing this, or the, you know, or that man would jump in there like, uh-uh, you know, so I feel like, you know, he could have funded it and made it a fun thing that they could have done together. But instead of her just going off doing it on her own, maybe they could have talked about it and then it could have been a way to where they both could have kind of had what they want. She could still do her little challenge, but then he could kind of be in on it at the end, like, uh-uh, or something like that. Like I saw some other couples do. Still, still, she can have fun, but we still can make it tasteful where he not feeling like, oh, my woman just out here busting it open for everybody. Yeah, see, that's what, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I would need more. I would need more, like, what else? But what, what what was behind that? What was the reasoning behind that? Because, like I say, like like how you said, breaking up with one person, breaking up with a person, just oh, because they did this one thing. Maybe it wasn't just one thing. Maybe there was something else too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, saying that part is like, okay, I get you, I get you on that. Like, men not gonna break up with you just because you did one thing. But if he broke up with her, there must there must been some other things that he that they you know that they disagreed upon, and she felt like she was headstrong or whatever the case may be. And hey, some men feel like we gonna be leaders in our house, and we not gonna follow these trends. Other people can do it. That ain't for us. You know what I mean? If y'all a team and y'all together. You can do it your household and your relationship. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, like you represent. It's just like it's just like they say when you when you work for your company and let's just say if you go out and do something wild and you got your badge on you, you represent that company. They don't really truly give a shit who you are at that point, right? They don't care who you are. It's you know it's it's Kroger employee, you UPS employee, United Healthcare employee, uh, any company employee, right? It's not you, so. When if y'all together, it's oh, did you see Dante girl do the busted challenge? Did you see Lorenz girl do the busted challenge? It's not just you at that point, it's you and your dude. Because if you and your dude rocking strong like that, even if y'all not married and y'all been together, say two years or whatever the case, when people see you and y'all got friends and stuff or whatnot, you are Dante's girl. Or you are, that's who you are. It's not that you just represent yourself. You represent that dude too. You represent your relationship. And it goes, I, I believe it goes the other way. Did you see Shantae's man out there wilding out at the strip club? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like she's saying, so yeah, you got, I mean, you got to you gotta look at if y'all playing on, if y'all married, y'all, hopefully y'all already had that conversation of how y'all household is going to move and how, what, what reputation you won't, because even when y'all have kids, that's the kind of way that y'all gonna push y'all kids. You know what I mean? Like that's a house. That's a house full of leaders. This a house full of followers. This a house where everybody just do whatever the fuck they want to do. You got a house full of hoes. Yeah. Shit roll. Shit roll like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's a right or wrong answer. I think it's just about you know, like you said, you and your household, what y'all set the tone for, what you and your spouse agree to. You know, what just what dynamics and stuff that y'all set for your household, and it needs to be something, you know, that y'all both can, 
you know, agree on or that y'all, you mutually have an understanding and a respect because if you're doing something that's going to make your spouse feel disrespected, then, you know, there's definitely something you want to consider. Is this challenge so important that I want to disrespect my man or my relationship or even myself, you know, like, I just think it's definitely a conversation that you and you and your person need to make sure y'all on the same page about what you're doing, whether it's for the internet, whether it's what you're wearing, where you're going, you know, just however you're representing yourself, period. Right. Now, let me ask y'all this, cause I, and, and I'm going to just show you how out of touch I am with this. So, is the silhouette challenge and the busted challenge two different things? Yes. Okay. Okay. Cause I, okay. So, yeah. All right. Got you. Go ahead. Because men with the silhouette and, you know, you can see the whole dick print thing, you know, somebody man could be out there doing that challenge. Some people like, I'm just saying, it can go both ways. Like, you know, some people are doing it as a couple, you know, silhouette thing, but there are men just doing them by themselves, women just doing it by themselves. And so it definitely opens it up. Like, are these just single people doing these things and having fun? Are these people that's in relationships? That may be disrespecting their their relationship, or is it not disrespect to their relationship? You know, because different people see it differently. Like, oh, they just having fun, or she's still coming. You know, she with me in the house with me doing it. You know, you may be seeing this silhouette of it, but she with me, and I see it every night. You know, type of thing. So it just depends on what what you're okay for your household. But they, so uh, they nerdy can... for you personally, would that be a deal breaker? Someone that does the busted challenge would that be a deal breaker? Like, well, tell me what the type of woman you would want to be with. Yeah, no, I'm not. Um, tell me what the busted challenge is because I know what the silhouette challenge is. I don't don't, tell me what the busted challenge is. Okay, the busted challenge is basically like, uh, it's kind of like you start out kind of looking, you know, maybe in your house clothes, kind of looking a little run down, not not beat up, and it's the Nelly song just playing, you know, uh. I think my butt can be, butt can be, you know, the girl may have on a bonnet, may have on a house clothes, house, you know, pajamas, and then it changes over to this song uh, by some girl in Houston, and it's like, busted, busted, is you, uh, I think it may even be saying, is you fucking, you know, busty. And so um, when it comes back the second, you know, it's like two different clips. So first you're looking dusty. When you come back on the next clip, the song change and you kind of rocking and doing a little twerk, uh, bent down and you're dressed up, you know, you're usually going to be fixed up, have on your makeup or, you know, something that you will wear out. You're looking better than you did at the beginning. Gotcha. That's it. And she twerking on. She twerking. Thirty she twer- seconds long. And she twerking, right? Yeah. And yeah, and I guess it's not twerking, but you kind of you're squatting, kind of bouncing back and forth, up and down, and rocking back and forth type of thing. So yes, you could fall in the twerking, dancing, you know, kind of sexy type thing. I'll see you a couple of clips of it and get your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, no, I mean. I'm gonna tell you this. Uh, I guess for the busted challenge for me, if if you can do it tasteful, then yeah. But that I think I will. I would want to know that's the type of person you is up front because you know sometimes <laughs> because I mean like you when you get into relationships, you fall in love with a person for the person that they show you who they are. But then when they start doing the flip flop on your ass and start doing other shit, and you looking you you looking differently, like you're like who the fuck is this person? You want to be out At first you was cool with being a homebody And chilling and kicking it And you know 
now you want to be out here running around. You want to be on the scene. You want to be in the clubs. You want to. You did a whole 180, 360, whatever the fuck you want to call it, on me. And now I don't know the person that I'm dating. That's. When I did TikTok wasn't out when y'all first started dating, so they couldn't show you that they was into that type of thing. But but, but challenges, like, but challenges, mm-hmm. cha- cha- <laughs> challenges didn't start on TikTok. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, like, I look at it that way. Like, there's always been challenges, and people have done challenges on Instagram, Facebook, so forth and so forth. But if that, if I've never seen you be that social media type person and then all of a sudden you switch you you switch the game up on me i'm a little confused like have a conversation with me what's the driver on, what's the driver behind this that's all don't 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 Lisa, what you think what you think if one of your kids uh girlfriend was doing the bushy challenge what would you be saying about <laughs> well first of all they just a girlfriend and by now i don't see none of them being wife material um but i would Hope, would hope that it would be something respectful. These kids nowadays are on a whole nother level. Um, to each his own, to me. That's, it's you, it's your image, it's how people are going to perceive and look at you. Um, I have seen, like you said, the individuals that do it and they put their, um, you know, they're in the house robe. One person had on the house robe a bonnet and some knick-knack socks or something. And then, um, she came out and she had on a bad black elegant um, dress with her makeup and hair done. So it just, to me, depends on how you do it, um, how tasteful it is and what you're actually doing. I've seen some come out a little ratchet. So. She ratchet. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> now, there's silhouette challenge um, or whatever they call it. What I've been seeing, I think I will feel some type of way if it was my man. But they, they can remove the filter from that one. Am I right? Or am I wrong on that one? They can remove from what I understand. The filter, the red light or something, they said that they can remove from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. right. And see, I think that's what, I think that's the one that I was uh, reading. I read one where the guy was asking the girl to take it down, take the silhouette challenge down. And he put in there that, hey, yeah, they can, they can remove that. And he had a daughter. And then, of course, you know, he didn't want, he had, a, you know, he didn't want no trouble with his baby mama. And then she was like, oh, all of a sudden you controlling this, that, and the third. And then she pretty much was like, I'm not taking it down. He said, okay, well, cool. You don't want to take it down? Fine. We done. And then she kind of like started tripping. Like she started, wait a minute, wait a minute. When you say we done, what do you mean we done? Like, yeah, he said, we not together no more. And I get him at that point because he was like, yo, my daughter, my daughter can see this, and that's not the image I want to put out there for my daughter. And then she was just like, "Well, so what? You act like she ain't seen no titties before." Yeah, that let a man know right there. I don't need you, straight up. Yeah, and he came to her and asked her to take it down, and she didn't want to take it down. Now come on. Now. Yeah, that that right. been and my thing is, you already done did it at that point. So all he's doing is asking you to take it down. Some people don't at least got to see it. You got to have your fun and do it. Now he asking you to take it down. What's the problem? Right. She really didn't want to take it down, and she wanted to break up with. Well, not because right after that, she started like she started blowing his phone up. Hey, why are you ain't answering the phone? Wait a minute, wait, wait a minute. You really gonna break up with me over this? If I had a daughter, 
yeah, the woman, the woman that I'm, the woman that I'm with, my daughter, like, no, like, whether you believe it or not, or whether you like it or not, if you're going to be in my life, you are a role model to my daughter, hands down. No role model or no woman of mine is going to be having her titties all out, having her, you know, her booty, her booty, while her, while she in her boy shorts, Twerking and shit. No, that's not gonna be out there. <laughs> because I mean, you gotta think about it. What somebody else find that and be like, "Ain't this your daddy girlfriend?" And then you know, we already know how kids is. Them motherfuckers is rude. Them fuckers is ruthless. And they'll be like, "That's why your, that's why your daddy, that's why your uh, stepmama uh, busting wide open." So you know, shit like that. Like, no. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably the better way to do it. Now you saying, you know, like for the. I ain't been doing it at all, but I'm just saying, like, when he has to take it down, like, there's a lot of things you can do that only stay, like, for 24 hours. You know what I'm saying? Is that something that you want out there where people can just continually go and replay and replay and replay? Maybe it is something you just want to have out for 24 hours and it go away. Like, uh, I, I wouldn't have lost my man over a good man that I'm happy in my relationship with that I want to stay in. I would not lose him uh, over. I mean, a man, a man with some benefits at that. And they worked mm-hmm. at the post office. Yeah. <laughs> and they got government benefits. You ain't eating government cheese. Y'all living good. Y'all getting to go to places. You get to eat lobster, uh, lobster crab and shit, like lobster mac and cheese, you know? But uh, I guess you'll be uh-huh. eating noodles. Your place where you lay your head in at night over the budget challenge, man. Uh, yeah. Make sure you got your own if you're going to be making decisions. <laughs> you just go budget. Like, you know, make sure you got own, own food, clothes, and shelter. Before you start making them decisions. They don't know. They don't know. They don't. They don't know what to do. But I guess okay. Cool. Fuck them. I mean, I guess that that is that is what it is, though, right? Busted challenge, silhouette challenge. Um, damn, I want to kind of roll into. Um, I guess I wanted to roll into how y'all. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, we got to speak on Black History, but where y'all want to hear it from her? I wanna. <laughs> I mean, not at all. It, Let's talk about gorilla teeth. Oh, you talking about that girl that you can that sound like a damn dope when you're not gonna hit? Yes, let's talk about that. And all the memes that's out there. They are hilarious. The memes. Um, that you know, I'm, I'm just all I got to say. I mean, y'all can say what y'all want to say about it. Like <laughs> the best thing that I can say that has came from it in relation to her and Black History month um is that you know there is a uh african doctor that was able to come up with the solution um uh, that you know he could spray into her hair to actually get the glue to break down and to actually be able to remove it from her hair save her hair and not have to you know shave it off or you know do some of the other drastic things that she was uh originally possibly going to have to do and so i think it was just good to learn about you know someone new uh, apparently he came to the country with $200 and he is like a millionaire, has built a very lavish business as a, uh, as a uh, plastic surgeon. Um, um, so I think that that's awesome. That was like the best information that I got from it. I mean, I thought it had so funny pages for her and it's just like, it's people that's out here homeless or like doing these cold inclement temperature temperatures that have nowhere to go and I just feel like sometimes people are willing to do with something like that before they are willing to support someone who you know 
may need a place to sleep uh, for the night or cover a hotel stay for a homeless person or you know like I just feel like if you got money to just be giving out for stuff like that you could be putting that money toward a cause for maybe something that you know maybe just is a little bit more important that's just my take on it like um I don't know if it was a publicity stunt an accident on purpose or she just thought she could spray a little bit but you know, I'm glad she was able to get the help, and apparently it was a free service. It didn't cost her anything, but you know, it's not—it's not a cause that I would have been donating to. I will say that. What you guys think? What made her put the glue on her head? I'm just stuck there. What was? She couldn't find no gel like we did back in the day. Um, but I mean, you can come up with something because before they came with all of this other hair stuff to make your hair slick. Was it not that, what is it called, that pro-gel? The brown? Mm-hmm. It didn't, that ain't mm-hmm. working no more? I mean, what possessed you to put that there in your or, hair? Like, I, I think you could go for You had ran out, but it's like, could you not have picked up some on the way to where you was going? You know what I'm saying? Like, why did it have to be set in that moment? Like, we all had to run by the store to get a last minute accessory, you know what I'm saying? Or a last minute hair product, whatever, before we went out. So it's like, you could have grabbed a little small, uh, like you said, a gel or something on your way out in the entire show. I done tied my hair down on my drive into work because it wasn't fit or wasn't right. So like, you know, you, you got to improvise, but you still got to use common sense. You can't want to be so lame and slave that you don't put hardware store spray on your hair. I ain't got nothing to say about that. Now you said that you said that the procedure was free, but they had a GoFundMe page. What's she doing with that money then? If it was free, is she getting it back to people? And see, I don't know how that goes. Like when they when they first started the GoFundMe, I don't know if they thought she was going to have to pay. But since the inaugurated you know, the surgeon actually did it for free. You know, and um, yeah, there was, you know, he didn't charge her anything for doing it for her. So it's kind of like, you yeah, know, what what are they going to do with the money? I know sometimes I've heard that uh, before GoFundMe releases it, you know, they kind of maybe do their research or, you know, do it, take the proper steps before they release the money. So I don't know if that's a decision they would make or if they would just still go ahead and release it to her. But, yeah, I think she should. I mean, you ended up getting a free service that probably could have cost thousands of dollars in a, you know, in a normal situation. And so you got off, you know, not having to pay for it in terms of financially being out of any money. But I don't know what's going to come about the government. I doubt that she gets it, that she's going to do it back. Well, well, well. That, I think she should, she should donate it and help others out with it. Well. So maybe she will. Well, that. well, ladies. I'm a, I'm 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 for to say some shit that y'all probably don't agree with, but that's fine. Y'all want people telling y'all what to do with with y'all money? That's other people's money. No, 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 no. Once somebody gives you money, it's your money. If I give you five dollars, whatever you do with that five dollars is your business. I can't tell you what to do with the five dollars. That's your money. If I can't tell my baby mama's what so you, If people gave it Well, we didn't her. tell her because we didn't know her, but we no, just think. No, no. She said people she gave donate it if she didn't know it, if she didn't use it. 
do right. it. Right. If people gave the money under the um, assumption that this is a GoFeed fund to get proper surgery done to remove the glue, and that was the explanation, and they donated under the basis that they were donating for her medical treatment, and, and it turns out she didn't have to pay for medical treatment. You you can't, you can't, you can't tell them people what to do, do with their money. Okay. Let's just say, let's just say she raised, let's just say they gave her $30,000, but let's just say when they did the procedure, the procedure was only 15. What's she supposed to do with the rest of the $15,000? Is she supposed to give it back? Because we know that sometimes that these well, GoFundMe. She's not paying for it at all. Yeah. Cause we know some, so we, all we, of the money will still go to her. Right. And we do know that sometimes these GoFundMe accounts go crazy. Just like at the beginning of the pandemic, old girl out in uh, Collierville who said she wasn't going to, um, who said that she wasn't going to close her shop. That they, The police came in there. She ended up uh, going to court or whatever. They had a GoFundMe uh, page up for her and she raised, and they raised over $100,000 for her. What is she supposed to do with that money? Give it back? Her legal fees wasn't a hundred thousand dollars, but she raised a hundred thousand dollars on her GoFundMe account. She didn't break bread with her uh, employees, so you can't tell people if you give somebody some money, you can't tell them what to do with it. Just like when you donate to United Way or anything, you don't know what they're really doing with their money, but you're hoping that they're doing something positive with the money, or you hope they like they putting it toward cancer research, but that might not be the case. So even if they gave this woman, I don't know what the GoFundMe was, but even if let's just say ten, she raised ten thousand dollars on GoFundMe, and GoFundMe released the funds to her, that ten thousand dollars is hers to do whatever she see fit. She see fit. She needs to donate it. I still say that. All right, well, all right. Well, when you get when you get your next paycheck, uh, let me tell you what to do with your uh, with your money. I am. I'm gonna donate it. It's donated every time I get paid. Yeah, no, no, no. Let me, <laughs> no, let me tell you where to donate it to. Yeah, but I, I, I that, that's just me though. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just you, you Doing this doesn't change the fact that 
racism still is alive in America. And this is not you making these changes and making these steps trying to highlight us. That's not going to, that, to me, that don't change shit. To me, I just feel like you pandering to us. That's all. I think it's disgusting. But what you ladies think? So you rather the job or whatever not mention anything about Black History Month at all? Is that what you're saying? No, I don't. It's not just Black History Month because it started before Black History Month. This all all of this started before Black History Month, and when Spanish Heritage Month came up, they were still talking about Black people. They weren't talking about they weren't they weren't talking about the Spanish like Spanish History Month. Y'all know? Do y'all know when that, mm-hmm. y'all, y'all know what month that's in? Mm-hmm. Ask. Go ask one of your Spanish. Fr- ask one of your Spanish friends. Do they know when it is? Because most most folks think it's uh, Cinco de Mayo. But do you? Okay. But look at it. Do you do you see any other ethnic group being put on a pedestal like black people? No, and I think at, at uh, to an extent, some companies may have acknowledged black history, but not as much as they're doing it now. I think now is more so like in your face. You you're seeing it on this website, or you getting it. It's like they're just doing too much with it now. They've always somewhat acknowledged it, you know, as a little, and I guess we became comfortable with them doing the little Passover, or we get this little few days of this month, because this ain't the longest month. But anyway, you know, we get these little few days and we deal with it. We do things the way we do it. But now you got these companies, it's like they're doing it, they're acknowledging it more, but it's just an abundance of like in it. Yeah, for me, I don't think, like, the jobs, I don't really think that it's, a, you know, that it's something that the jobs have to do. I feel like, you know, uh, a lot of companies, you know, have got back black, backlash for, you know, not um, not being aware of different things or the situations. I remember in Starbucks where they were doing, like, training with their employees about, you know, better handling situations or uh, dealing with people of color or different scenarios like that. So I don't personally think that my, my job doesn't have to send me some type of email saying, you know, happy uh, Black History Month or anything like that. I mean, they, same thing for Christmas or any other holiday. Now, in terms of the movies or um, people sharing different facts on social media, I do like that because I do feel like, unfortunately, as much as it is something we should, you know, know and learn about all year long. Um, and I personally like true stories. I love documentaries. But I do feel like I do learn something new, like every year around this time, just from different posts or someone may share different new information uh, about a story or a situation from our history. So I do like still learning new facts about history. And I think that, you know, some people are more so, as you want to say, the word woke now. And so some people are sharing more information or finding other information and um, it's, you know, coming out. So. I do like that part of it. I like the movies. I like knowing and being able to go and pick the uh, black strong lead movies. You know, if that's what I'm looking for, I want to watch that night. So that part of it doesn't bother me because um, it helps me find what I'm looking for. If that's the type of movie I'm looking for that day. But in terms of my job, having to recognize it or do anything like, no, I don't. I don't need it for my job. 
but I do like learning new facts and like I like that it's a lot of information. I feel like in February that is one of the months where you can find out a lot of black history information and I do like that. And I feel like it's good for like kids and you too because a lot of them are on the internet. They are on social media and their parents may or may not teach them these things. And so I feel like it gives them an opportunity to learn about things as well. And as far as with movies and stuff too but that's what your algorithms are for you get what i'm saying like when you say i don't need to see because i don't see spanish like if we're gonna be if we're gonna be equal let's be equal okay i don't care that the genre that is in if it's if it's in horror if it's a documentary that's that right the algorithms are set up to pull up things that you like so if you watch two documentaries Let's just say somebody on Instagram posted uh, a couple of black documentaries that you like, that that you end up going watching, right? When you go to your Netflix, the algorithm should pull up and say, here are things that you might like to watch because you watch this. And it does do that. The algorithms are already doing that. And it's going to, as long as you continue to watch things like that, they'll bring those things to your queue for you. But going out of your way to say, let me put a section in here and exclude, because what they're doing is they're excluding the others and saying, here is a black led strong movie. But that's not only just during Black History Month. That has been ever since the uh, Floyd incident. And so to me, I just feel like it's too much. I feel like we, we as black people, we say we want everybody to be equal, but do we really mean that? Because we do separate ourselves from everyone else as well. At the same time, we got to go in here. We got to take it. We got, we got to stay together. We got to do this. We got to be black business, this black business that we got to, we got to tell people, Hey, this is a black owned business. Some of the best, some of the best businesses in the world don't say that, Hey, I'm Asian owned. I'm, white owned i'm spanish owned they don't say that shit so when i see that or when i'm seeing the abundance of it or when i'm seeing that these companies are putting those things on there i just feel like you setting it up for something else and it's kind of like putting black people it's isolating black people to say look at us 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 it's like we're crying for attention and i understand how we've been treated or how our people been treated throughout the years since we came or since we were brought to this land. And I just think that some of this shit to me is you're only doing this because you know what I'm saying? That makes sense. Like you're only doing this because we hooped and we hollered, we, we protested and now here we are. But if your algorithms do what they're supposed to do, they're going to give me those black, uh, strong led movies they're gonna bring me over to those black comedies they're gonna give me those hood movies and whatnot along with other movies that come along with it as well i've i've thought back uh what i'm gonna say i had a friend back in the day and she was pro-black everything i thought that shit was weird and her whole deal was like oh i don't watch any other movie unless it's uh of all black cast well i'm like well shit you missing out on a lot was she missing out on a lot because you said she wasn't broadening her horizon or just because she was just so uh, pro-black? Yeah, when you say I'm uh, 
because you close minded. I only want I only want to watch anything that has a f- all black cast. I mean, it, it go it, it, to me. It's the same. It, it, it's the same. I mean, I look at anybody who does it. Oh, I only watch. I only watch things that have a full Spanish cast. I don't care to watch any black shows or any white shows or any Asian shows. Oh, I don't care to watch any shows where, you know what I mean? Like it's a different type of it's it's a different type of mindset, and I don't even know. I don't even know if you can classify that as racism or I don't know. I don't know how you would classify that. So I don't know what you would classify that under, but just, I mean, you can call it preference, but it's, it, it goes more beyond preference when you close your mind to say, I don't want to watch X, Y, Z. You know what I mean? Like some people say, I like comedy. I can't do horrors. Well, that's, that's more general, Right. You don't like a genre, which means that you dislike horror because that's not your thing. And so when you're saying, I don't care for, I don't care to watch white people shows, I mean, that could be borderline racist, right? Tell me if I'm thinking wrong or tell me, educate me if I'm speaking kind of out of turn. Nope. Uh -uh. It is kind of borderline racist if you only want to watch this. I only want to watch yeah, because I mean, I just I don't know. I find I find it, I just find it weird. If you say a genre, cool, I'm fine with that because not everybody's gonna like superhero movies. Not everybody's gonna like anime. Not everybody's gonna like horror. Um, and I'm fine with that. That's not your thing, but it's not you. You're not saying, oh, I only watch black anime. Oh, I only watch black comedies. Oh, I only watch black horrors. You know what I mean? Which is a different horror within itself. Oh, it's, could that be considered also like just a person's preference? Like they're not down in other genres or they're not down in those other movies. They're just saying, if I only watch this. This is my preference to only watch this. But they're not down talking to anyone else. Like to me, it's kind of the same thing when a person may say, oh, I only date white women or I only date black men. You don't say that that person is per se racist. That's their preference. They are, they're saying, oh, I only date white women because black women are stupid, ugly, ignorant, and fat. Okay. Okay. Now you're, you know what I'm saying? You're kind of just lumping everybody in a group based on maybe a couple of women that you dealt with or something. You're just rationalizing putting these people in a group together. But your choice on what you choose to watch on TV or who you choose to date can that not be also considered just that's your preference and what you choose to, you know, watch on TV? Not that it's anything racially related. That's just what you choose. That's what you prefer to watch. But that's what I'm saying. That, that's what I was asking. That's what I was asking. Could it be considered a preference? Uh, a preference, I guess, where I'm looking at it as genre versus you saying specific women. You say Okay, I only want to date these type of women. Do you want to date these type of women because of their skin color? Or do you want to date these women because they possess certain traits? When it comes to the movies, if you say, I don't like horror, that means you don't like all horror. You're not picking out, you're not saying, oh, I like the Spanish horrors and I just want to stick with Spanish horrors and I don't care for the other horrors. I think when you generalize it, okay, I think when you generalize it, I'd say, okay, that's a preference. 
I don't care for horrors. That's a preference. I only like black horrors. Well, have you seen any other horrors? No. Are you open to watching any other horrors? No. Then what do we call it? Tomato, tomato. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's 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 a com- I mean it's a conversation. I mean I think that is a tough conversation to have because I mean when you look at it, when you when you do look at it, I mean it's, I mean you is is, I I'm not calling it racist. I'm saying is it borderline racist? I mean hell they called what's the boy name? Um, damn, he played a good he played a guitar. They called him racist when he said that his uh penis was a white supremacist. That was just a different way of saying that he only dates white women. John Mayer, that's his name, John mm-hmm. Mayer. So how would you, let me ask you, Issa, how would you take that comment? Um, I think it's the wording of it. I think because of the way that he worded it. I don't think sometimes people mean it exactly the way it came off. But, you know, it's to each his own as far as how they interpret it. Only person that can truly say what they meant by it is the person whose mouth it came from. Um. But yeah, I would. I got from what you said the same thing that he only, you know, only wanted to be with white women, or that's the only people that he wants to sleep with. And I'm okay with that. You know, if you want me into white women and that's all you want to sleep with, I'm okay with that. I'm not gonna be like, well, have you ever tried black women, or you, or you know, or you can't knock it until you try it. Like that's your preference. That's what you want. Um, I don't have a problem with it, with that being your preference as long as you're not now bashing these group of people that you're not interested in you know like you don't have to bash them this is just my preference right but if we got this if we, what i like right but if we got them to elaborate why they won't try the others then then that's what that's i guess that's where the conversation would lie right mm-hmm. yep depending on what comes out of their mouth about the why that's where that's where the conversation would lie but it still could be considered do you think that it still could be considered kind of borderline racist because there's reason. I mean, what reason? What other reason would you not? Because I mean, what we tell we tell everybody, or we preach, we got to be open minded. That's what we preach. That's what black people preach. You got to be open minded. You got to be open to new things. Hell, not only black people preach that. Hell, every, I mean, every sensible person who's you know tried something different and ended up liking it, they tell you you got to have an open mind for things. They tell you that shit in business. So and if you have a closed mind, then what? Then you're probably missing out on some really great things or some experience. Mm-hmm. But that don't mean you're racist. You just missing you missing out on a lot. I mean, it's just like somebody saying they don't eat I don't eat seafood. They may have never had seafood before, but just say I don't eat seafood. Um um that's not something that I want to try. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's their preference, that's their choice. Now, in my mind, I'm thinking, man, you're missing out on some really good food, you're missing out on some, you know, some shrimp, some fish, some crab, you're missing out on some good stuff. But, you know, for whatever reason, if that's just something that they have never wanted to try or not tried or didn't grow up eating yet, doesn't want to change their eating habits, then, I got you. you know, I'm not going to force them to. That's just, you know, to eat your own. I got you. And I guess we would just have to. If we keep it to people and not things, <laughs> because yeah. I guess you can't be re- you can't be racist toward things, you know. <laughs> or food, yeah. Yeah, but if you keep it towards people, I mean, I still feel like, and this is just me, I feel like when you're closed-minded when it comes to people, yeah, 
there's a borderline there, there's borderline racism somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can agree to disagree. We 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 good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I'm not saying one way or the other. I just you know it would have to be you know I would have to know why they're saying it. You know what I'm saying? Being based on what they did with their why. That's when I would dictate is this racist or preference. But to for me to determine that without knowing the why behind their behind why they're excluding or only interested in a certain race, I can't say. It could be either or. So I don't feel like it's a right or wrong. It could be either or for me. Yeah. Because you find out some people, you know, they have dated a person in the past and they just like, no. But then, you know, after that one experience, then when you generalize that person, when you generalize that person and say, okay, all of you the whole group of people act this way. Yep. Yep. Happens all the time. Even happens within the same race. People may determine you're not going to date or be with a certain kind of person anymore because they had a bad experience with them. So I could definitely see that. Yeah, Retreat if they didn't like about them. Right, because we don't call we don't call women racist when they we don't call women racist when they say, "Oh, I was with a man and a man treated me bad," and all of a sudden now she only want to deal with women. Whatever. All right, moving on, moving on, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa, you still there? That was me. That was a lot. That was. I am here. Yeah, I know. I know. We unpacked it. I, know, I, know. I am here. I know. I kind of went off on a bit, but yeah. Yeah, I think I had a lot of components too. Yeah. So would y'all want to move on to the other one? Uh, y'all want to move on to, let's see, let's see, let's see. Y'all want to move on to women leaving their wallet at home? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Go ahead and toss it up there. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to let one of y'all toss it up there because I don't, I don't think it, it sounds right coming from me. <laughs> okay. So the scenario that was out there was basically that, and, it, and we kind of got a put our own detail into the background and just basically says that the woman left her card at home and saw the guy was sitting there eating and she didn't have anything to eat and she forgot her money. She was basically like, oh, I forgot my card at home. He was like, wow, you know, oh, that's too bad. And so he's sitting there eating and she had nothing. And she just sitting there looking too much goofy, no food, no nothing, just sitting there. And so I'm like, how do you feel about that? What's your take on that? Um, that type of situation. Lisa, what do you think about that? Like, you have someone, you forgot your card, and you're like, oh, wow, that's crazy, that's too bad. And they eat, and you just sit there. What do you think about that? So he got himself something to eat, but didn't get her something to eat. First of all, there's a lot to this. So how difficult is it for a woman to leave her wallet at home? Not to say that it can't happen. I want to know why you listen. I mean, time says she left it because apparently she's done it multiple times because I just can't see him buying him something to eat and not buying her nothing to eat. Whether it be a friendship, a relationship, homie, whatever you want to call it, I just can't see another person getting themselves something to eat and not buying for the other person unless this is something that this person does all the time. I agree. Maybe could you see yourself being out with a woman and she says she forgot her card and you just sit there and eat without offering her anything or ordering her anything? I'm too too nice of a guy. I'm too nice of a guy, but I will say something to her about it. That I will do because, I mean, some women uh, feel something. What you say, nerdy? Damn, you always forget your wallet. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) What you say? I'm be like, oh, we're, oh, 
No, I mean, I'm a nice guy. I, yeah, but no, I, I probably say it in some kind of way, roundabout way like that. Um, yeah, no, I just can't. I mean, shit. I gotta talk. I gotta. I gotta say something to about it. Why? Why is it? Because there's a lot of women out there that expect if you go out with a man, he's supposed to pay for everything for you. I don't. You're not my responsibility. How about that? You know, I might say. Yeah. I might say it like I might I might say it like that. You know you you know you're not my responsibility, right? You know, I've been in a situation where, um, work situation like okay, we for to go out to work. We after after work we offer to go out for drinks and just have a good time or whatever the case may be. And then a person go, hey, uh, are you gonna buy my drinks? I'm good. You know what? I'm cutting out on this. No, I'm not going. You, I'm not responsible. Mm-hmm. I'm not responsible for you. So why would I pay for your drinks? If you ain't got no money, then don't go. Yeah. But I'm a nice guy, and I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. So I just, you know what? Nah, I'm, you know what? I'm not even gonna go. If it's my woman, I ain't got no problem with it. She can leave her wallet all, all, all the time. Yeah, just know that hey, we might fuck around and have to wash some dishes, but you know it's cool. <laughs> but if you just somebody, okay. if you just somebody that we kicking it, and it seemed like yo, the first couple, we we trying to get to know each other in the first couple times, like you just leaving your wallet. Then nah, nah. Okay. So if it's your woman, she can leave it all the time. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Okay. If it's your woman, woman good. Cool. Huh? Mm-hmm. But if you're just a little, little, then she's just gonna be hungry. <laughs> no, because I'm gonna nice. be hungry. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean I'm a nice guy. I mean I might throw a little. I mean. I'm not gonna get her nothing. I'm not. I'm not gonna get her nothing like extravagant or no shit like that. You, you better go hit that value meal. You hello. You on the side? Have you ever been out with somebody like that? You tell them, "Hey, I'm gonna treat you," and they order the highest thing on the menu. Yeah. Treat Would that be something like the same as you? Uh yeah. I, and I'm gonna tell you this. This is what I don't like. I don't. I don't never like to order first because I feel like women say, "Okay, if he order first, I'm gonna see where the price range is, and then I already got two or three things that I got two or three options depending on what he orders." No, go ahead. Let, let, let me let, let me see how much money. Let's see how much of my money you trying to spend. If I'm saying I'm treating. You think women really do that? Fuck yeah. <laughs> they and they order off of how much the man spend on his whatever he's ordering. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's why I don't. I don't never order first. Period. Let me see. Go ahead. You go ahead. Uh, go ahead and place your order. What you say, ladies first? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then if she try to, and if she order something ridiculous, I'm gonna be like, mm, "Can't give us a minute." <laughs> Straight up, can't give us a minute. <laughs> well, what you gonna do in that minute? What y'all gonna discuss? <laughs> we've been, t- we've, we've been discussing. That we, meal she just tried to order. <laughs> I'm be like, "You got your wallet on you?" Because <laughs> I'm not paying. I'm not. I'm not paying for your lobster. So yeah. What about and you? This is like a first date type situation. Oh shit! Yeah, especially on the first date. <laughs> Man, let me tell you this. Yeah. Well, as I used to be, I used to have a whole date. I had levels to this shit. On the first date, you wasn't getting no, you wasn't getting no, let me say, cheddars. Now you might can get cheddars on the first date. You're not getting no razzles. You're not getting salt grass. You're not getting no shit like that. You're not getting no red lobster. You're not getting no olive garden. None of that. None of that whatsoever. Uh uh-uh. uh. You know what I'm saying? Keep you on the lower end. Keep you around the nine dollar meals or some shit like that. You good? 
I ain't even taking you to Chick Fil A on the first. Um, I ain't even taking you to Chick Fil A on the first date. Okay, but that's how you used to be, or that's how it still is. Nah, that's how it used to be. I used to. I, I girl, we going to Wendy's. What you talking about? I figured get your ass a four for four. You <laughs> said Wendy's four for four. <laughs> yeah, Not yes. Four. Yes. You think I'm gonna sit up? No. Why? Why should I break the bank on some shit that I'm renting? Ooh, that's La- how you see it, ladies. Yeah. Answer me that. Do y'all do y'all expect a man to break the bank on y'all if they just rent y'all? Let me rephrase it in a way that y'all can. Uh, let me rephrase it this way. Did you say just renting us? Yeah, y'all know. Yeah, that- that's why I couldn't answer. Okay, y'all know that y'all not going. Is that what you said? Yes. Y'all know. Okay, y'all- I just want to make sure I heard you correctly. <laughs> y'all know that y'all ain't got no. Re- y'all know that y'all not gonna have a relationship with this man, and he probably just a good old time, and that's it. And y'all know that y'all don't see no future with him. Do y'all expect him to break the bank on y'all? How do you know you don't see no future with him on the first date? How you doing? Before I don't order my food. How you doing? <laughs> Before I don't order my food. How you doing? No, I'm going to be honest. I don't. It's just you, people are really good um, actors. So sometimes people can present themselves in a way to where you think you could see yourself having something with them. And then later on, you end up realizing, no, you don't. Now, in terms of money, I I never order what I don't order out of my own. You know, like, if I'm ordering lobster, that means regardless if you, like, nine, ten paying for your lobster or not, that I still got my money for my, for my lobster. Like, I order the same way I would order if I'm paying for my ticket. I'm not going to spend more because you're paying for it. Um, I'm going to order the same way I would always order, and I'm always going to have my money with me. Like, I'm never going to go on a date just assuming, especially somebody new on this day, and I don't know, you know, People switch it up. They they do stuff. So I'm not gonna leave home without my money. Like yeah, I know it's people that's just basically dating dating for dinner. Like dating different dudes, different nights, just for somebody to buy them dinner. Um, but no, I'm always gonna make sure I got my money with me, and I always order the same stuff that I will order if I'm paying for it myself. That way, if I do end up with somebody that's like, nah, I'm not paying. Well, okay, cool, boom. I got my money, and if I can decide how I want to deal with you moving forward, but I'm not going to be like, oh, my gosh, I ordered this $100 plate, and now I can't pay for it. I was really banking on him paying for it. I'm always yeah. going to make sure that I got my money and stuff with me. And then that would like, you know, it's, it's, I'm going to just make sure that I got my money and stuff with me. And in terms of the lady who forgot her wallet, it just depends. I've had friends that forgot their wallet. I paid for them. They paid me back. So if it's a friend, she, she probably is not paying them back or, you know, they're doing for her what if they put that same stunt on her and said they forgot their wallet, she probably can't return the favor. And when this started happen, happening so many times, you realize you're dealing with a taker. Like, this ain't even my friend. They a taker. If I, every time you forget your wallet, I cover you. But the one time I forget mine, you can't cover me, then, okay, I know I'm realizing what type of person I'm dealing with. So I think that's the type of situation. And like you said, you would have a conversation with that person. I mean, you would have to. I mean, I'm the type of person, we're going to figure out how I'm going to get my money. I mean, you ain't got your card on you. Okay, well, I'll cash at me. Like, <laughs> like we're going to figure this thing out. Or, like, or the next time I'm with you, like, especially if I have that problem with you, not paying or doing what you're supposed to do, when I'm with you and, like, they like, oh, is we together or separate? Oh, no, mine's on his cap today. Like, like I remember you owe me 20 from the last time, so yeah, you got, like, I'm going to go ahead and put it out there so I'm not, like, Worried trying to hunt money down from you. 
But I mean, usually when it's your friends, we don't do that tip for tat. I got you today. You may get me on a random day, just whatever. You know, it's the person don't got it or for whatever they cover something and you cover something else. But when you realize what type of person you're dealing with or somebody always forget their wallet type of situations, yeah, I, I got, I got, I know how to handle that. <laughs> but that would, that I wouldn't be the person, but I definitely know how to handle those kind of people. So if you need tips, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh no, I'm good at that. Yeah. In worst case scenario, cut them off. Like, or how you say it? Like, nah, I'm not even going now. When the girl asks if you gonna buy her drinks, like, if somebody is not, you're not in a relationship with them. Even people that you're in a relationship with, like, sometimes I do feel like, you know, me even as a woman, I feel like sometimes women be expecting certain things from me. And like, when you just boyfriend and girlfriend, he got his own household of bills, and you got your own household of bills, like. How do you just expect this person to have all this additional income to support and take care of your nails, your hair, your dish, your, your makeup, your lashes, everything that you want to need? And, and they run in their own household on their own. They may have a kid or two or, you know, just whatever. Like, I think that you got to be fair. You know, you got to be fair um, in relationships or in dating. And I definitely don't feel you should be asking for more that you don't ask for more that you can bring to the plate yourself. I can dig it. I can dig it. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nah, I mean, because if you just think about it. Even if, uh, as a woman, a man, you know, a man doing it for a woman, sometimes women have to do it for men, you know, where they may have forgotten their wallet and they actually went out. I wouldn't mind paying. I mean, if I went out with somebody and I know them, now we ain't doing first date, I'm going to have to know you. <laughs> and you don't, you know, you accidentally left your wallet or whatever. I can see, you know, paying for, you know, paying for that person. Um, and then, but if it's something that's repetitive, oh no, we don't have a conversation. And mine's nerdy, it's not going to go so nice. You know, mine's going to go, what's here wrong with you? You, you it, can't keep up with your wallet. You need to do a checklist. What the fuck? It it's should, not going to be able to do that. Yeah, it should, it shouldn't go <laughs> nice. I mean, there are people out there who get over. We all know that. And just like Issa said, she mm-hmm. got, she got some tips. And she can put those tips out there and help motherfuckers out. <laughs> because yeah, yeah. don't you do get the money back. Yeah. Well, you get the money back one way or another. Yeah, don't do, don't don't do us like that. No, because if you hang with that person often enough, you are gonna catch them when they got their money. You know what I'm saying? Like you gonna be with them when they got their money, and that's when you gonna yeah. Remember last time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah okay, Karen, today you got me. Yeah, but what if I want to be with them like that, though? You know what I mean? I want to spend that kind of damn time with you. Yeah. Yeah, you have to cut ties. That's why I said, and at some point, it ain't even about tips. Like, why do I even have to keep being in your presence where it's just me and you? You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to, is this a family member? Like, what what's keeping me tied to where I keep being around you in these situations where you keep using, where you're trying to use me or where you're a taker? But yeah, you know, if it's somebody you really value and you they really a friend, then you should be able to talk to them about how you feel about what they're doing, and they should, you know, be willing to change or make that adjustment. And if it's somebody that ain't worth it, or you don't try to have that conversation, and they still feel like it's acceptable to take, 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 then you know what to do with that. Right. Cut it. Cut it. Have to yeah. Gonna have to hurt somebody. I don't want to hurt. Yeah. No, I don't want to hurt nobody. Cut it. I don't want to hurt nobody. I want to be nice. I want to love. I want to love. That's all I have you ever had a friend that was like that nerd? Huh? Have you ever had a friend that never had their money or always lost their wallet that you had to 
cover for. Yeah, they were my friend. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a quick that that was quick. Nah, I'm done. I don't play that shit. I work too hard for mine. I work too hard for mine. I'm not gonna give it to you just out willy nilly. You know, I had a friend where I mean, like, well, shit, we went to the club. He tell me when I come, so I, I I felt some kind of way. I went to your house. I drove all the way to the other side of town to come pick you up, just to take you know get you out the house or whatever. Bring you to the club. You tell me you ain't got no money. Okay, cool. I pay for you to get into the club. I pay for your I pay for you like two drinks, and then after I pay for your two drinks, you disappeared. Come to find out. You had your wife to come pick you up an hour after we was at the club. That's trash. Mm-hmm. Trash. So you just went, yeah. Trash. Yeah. You just went, came, kicked it on my dollar real quick and out. It wasn't even the fact that you tried to kick it on my dollar. It was the fact that you you didn't tell me until you got to the club that you didn't have no money. You knew where we was going. So you could have told me when, you could have told me before I came and picked you up that you didn't have no money. How embarrassing is that when you get, you, you stand in the line and you almost to the door and nigga tell you, yo, I, I ain't got no cash. I ain't got no money. What you gonna do? And you know, I already seen yeah. something. You already seen something walk in the club that you want. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. And somebody saying they ain't got no money and they at the club. Like, you know, they doing that on purpose. Like, everybody get their purse, their money, or, you know, me and they wallet, they whatever, get their stuff organized and together now. I've had a friend pull up, oh, I only had 20 to spend, or, oh, I was only spending on 20, and then I ended up having to pay the difference. But I'm just kind of like, I wish you just had exactly 20, but, you know, but if that keeps on happening, you got to you know how to handle that, too, or just like telling people up front, hey, it's probably going to be this, so make sure you got this with you. If you ain't got it, you need to stay at home. Right. And I hate that. I mean, I mean but that's what you got to do, though. That's what you got to yeah. do. Keep your ass keep 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 your ass away. And it's like, is it your friend or not? That's what I think it comes down to. Too. Like when you said they ain't my friend, like because if this person is your friend, you know, and you don't look out for them or you don't kind to for them, you kind, you know, it's all times where maybe you don't got it. You really do want to go out and enjoy yourself with me tonight, kick it, turn up for my birthday, or you know, just whatever girls' night, whatever, and you don't got it. And I'm like, I got you. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like be honest and tell me that up front. Don't pull no slip last minute stunt. Oh, uh, uh, I left my purse. I ain't got my money. Like that's when you running game. You tell me up front. Hey, I, I did want to get up with you. I've, I've had friends. Yeah, I did want to hang out with you or whatever. But, you know, right now I ain't got the funds or, you know, and I'm like, no, I got you tonight. You know, come on or whatever. I ain't asking for no payback, nothing like that. Like, come on, go or, you know, cool. Right. But when you're just trying to slide it in there and the tab come and now you pulling, you ain't got no money. Or like you said, now we at the door and now you trying to say you don't have your money. Like, that's. That's to me like where it's a bit more like I got to rethink this thing because you're kind of purposely doing this versus you truly told me up front, I do want to hang out with you when I don't got the money right now. And, or are you one of those people like say you really have forgot because I got a friend, he always is in his wallet, but he always shoots you your money right back. Like, cool, that's an honest mistake. You really forgot your wallet, you really left it here or there, but you ain't trying to like. You know, this ain't happened a hundred dollars worth of time, and you ain't never paid my money back or paid me none back. Like, I liked it when somebody know they done did that, and they like, hey, oh, I, I feel are you some money, or you know, as soon as they get back to their wallet, they like, boom, here you go. Like, okay, you forgetting yours, you good, but you forgetting, forgetting, 
you don't never pay, you ain't never trying to pay me back, you just putting it in the back of your mind, that ain't gonna work for me. No, we got too many people out there like that though. Yeah, you gotta stay sucker free. <laughs> some people be looking for a come up. Women too be trying to come up or like you said, you a nice guy. It is women. They'll take advantage of a nice guy. Like I said, they be whining and dining a different a different night every night with a nice guy. Knowing they gonna pay for their dinner, gonna pay for their food or, you know, got a different dude for different tasks, different things. Knowing that, you know, they they don't see themselves, like you said, being with that person or going no further with them. And it's like, you know, to each his own, that dude got to realize, you know, hey, she only called me on Friday when she hungry. And I never just, you know, nothing free or let's go catch a coffee that's a dollar twenty five or under five dollars. Like every time she get up with me, it's real crazy. Oh, let's go have dinner here or there. Like. You got to be on the lookout for that kind of stuff and just make sure people are dealing with you for the right reasons. Yeah. I don't blame you. Like, shit, no, I'm not going to do that with you. I'm not for the, I'm not for the run that. I'm not for the run that. Nah. Yeah. But and I think some women want it to be okay and want other women to, you know, be co-signing with it. But I look at it from both sides of it. It's just like, you know, if you got, you know, boys or sons or, you know, nephews, brothers, whatever. I look at it from that point of view too. Like, but I want some girl just constantly expecting my brother to pay for everything or expecting my son to, you know, pay for everything or always trying to, you know, get over a pool of stunts where he's paying for stuff. So I kind of, I look at it on, on both sides of me instead of just thinking, oh, well, I'm a woman, so I should be able to do this. And I think that is how some people do look at it instead of seeing it from both sides. Like, you're going to have a male family member or something and somebody going to be doing them like that too. And you're not going to like it. Oh, at all. You're going to be like, man, she using you. Yeah. 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 You ain't saying nothing when that other hoe was using you though, did you? But whatever. Whatever. <laughs> we know. Listen, we know. But listen, you, but as a man, you got to know if you the fool man or not. But sometimes they don't know. Yeah, they do. Yeah, the fuck they do. They do. They know. They How just, they know they the fool man? Right? You know when you the fool man. She be like, "Hey, let's get something to eat." How do you know? Cause <laughs> that when you go back and you stroll through your texts, and every time it's like, "Let's go get something to eat," you the fool man. She don't even hit you like it gets disrespectful to the point where she don't even hit you with, "Hey, how you doing? How was your day?" Yeah, yeah, fuck all that nigga. You want to go get something to eat? And every time that y'all go get something to eat, she is the one. That's reaping the benefits And then she don't really give you no conversation But you just so happy because you think you fit to get you some And then you start seeing her Ordering up some shit Like no She fit to be gassy well, she Some gonna... girls more smooth than that They may be more smooth or they may get you some But you still just a fool man They ain't spending no time with you or talking to you Or caring about how your day went So if you get at me... that point Is y'all both getting what y'all want You got some she got fed Everybody wins. Is that how you looking at it at that point? At that point, yeah. If I get me some and I'm the fool man, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that because I got me some. But don't make me. But don't get me happy to get some and then you talking about oh now my stomach hurting. I mean, and oh I'm on my I'm on my cycle. Mm, you was on your cycle last week when we went to, when we went to goddamn In and Out Burger too. So no, no 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 no. Jack Jack all that. No y'all tripping. Trust me, men know when they the food guy. Just stroll through your text messages. You'll see them. They know. We know. They know. We know. Damn, every time she... So when they acting like they don't know or they just like, 
oblivious to the situation or they, they hoping it's going to be more. So they just yeah, like, they do. nah, you really need to have something that came up. They do. And and I, I want the guys to stop doing that too. Cause a lot of them out there doing it where they just feel like, Oh, uh, what's what is it? They just, they just feel as if, no, nah, she really loved me, man. She really want to be with me. She really want to do this. No, she don't. No, she don't. Stop thinking every woman wants you. They don't. We know this. We know that every woman don't want you. And we know that every woman that, you know, probably show you some attention and she don't want to be seen out in public with you. We know what that is. She really do like him. No, she don't. She's just not ready to go public. <laughs> she do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she posted mm-hmm. but she posting everybody else on her Instagram, huh? Okay. It'd be like that sometimes. It'd be situations where people done got ghosted a time or two and it was like just really weird, um, abnormal circumstances, but they really did like that person and just for whatever reason, unfortunate things, they found out like something weird happened. Like I've seen those stories like that before. <laughs> yeah, if that's continuing to be happening to you. Maybe the food man. Mm, yeah. Maybe the food man. And you can pass me on that. <laughs> I refuse to be the food man unless I'm getting some pussy. Lisa, you ever had a food man? Hmm. I've been Have one. I ever had a food man? Yeah. Yeah, just a food man. <laughs> Ain't getting nothing extra. Yeah, just a food man. You want something to eat, you know, you get up with. That's that's cold blooded, but I mean, I mean, but it is. Because I don't like you, I don't want to keep on being around you just to eat. Like, I don't know, you got that got to be some college, high school type stuff. Because I'm grown, <laughs> got my own job and <laughs> money. Like, nah, I can't see myself just sitting up. Like, you know, you get older and think about your time and energy. I can't just see myself just hanging around somebody for a meal. I'm did. trying to think if I ever had a food man. I'm really, really trying to think. I guess. Well, in college, but I didn't really consider him a food man. We, I would go out with him, you know. I'll give him a kiss or two, but I didn't consider him a food man. Had to think about that. Well, he wasn't a food man, not because he was getting some kisses, right? No, fuck that. Kiss ain't enough. <laughs> Where was you kissing him at? I kissed him on the lips. No, nah, I'll pass. <laughs> Hard pass. Hard pass. Hard, Hard pass. pass Hard pass. pass. <laughs> Kiss this. D- <laughs> Shit. Oh, oh, so if I would have kissed the dick, then I it wouldn't have been. He wouldn't have been just a food man. I mean, I mean, man. I mean, wait, wait, whoa, whoa. Yep. Is, is is it just a peck, or or, <laughs> or are you doing the whole thing? <laughs> and we talking about, and we talking about fully out. I ain't talking about through the clothes neither. <laughs> Gotta watch you with me Cause y'all be on that shit Y'all be like Oh I did kiss it No nigga That was on my lap Nigga like I still had my jeans on Yeah <laughs> Not jeans Yeah don't kiss it When it flaccid neither I need you to kiss it When it's rock hard To make you want it Got so. all types of stipulations yeah, Right Cause y'all Don't kiss it To make it get hard It gotta already be hard Gotta be rock hard And I don't, and, and I don't want you To give me no peck neither I need you to I need to get a full lip service Tongue kiss that motherfucker <laughs> That's just me. That's the only way you truly not the food man. It's got to go all the way back. You got to do something with no clothes on. When, you got to take jeans off. Yep, got to do something. You got to do. You got to do something. If you don't, then you, 
Who winning? She is. That's what that is. Nobody she gonna be winning. Hmm. <laughs> I don't think she's winning. No one's losing or winning. No, it's not about that. <laughs> women be women been winning, and they gonna continue to win. Dudes out here looking, looking, looking tired. We out here looking pole. Yeah, we know what it is. So yeah, that's what you gotta that's do. That's so harsh, huh? Am I harsh? No, I ain't harsh. You make, you make it sound so harsh. Y'all women, y'all know what it is. <laughs> y'all do. Tell me y'all don't. Yeah, no. yeah, tell me y'all ain't nope, never. Y'all, I don't. Y'all ain't never got over on the guy. Sometimes <laughs> She later found out he was just pretending to be interested in her. He was getting food for his baby mama, going back to the house with her. He had made up a scenario to go back home. But she was the food woman. He needed her to go to drive and take him to get the family something to eat. But he made it like they was going on a date. So she was the food woman. She didn't even know it. Well, that was so me and know what they doing, too. <laughs> me and know what they doing, too. That's because they probably been done like that before. That's why. You know when somebody's been hurt. They know when they've been hurt. You know when you've been hurt. And you get back at it. But, uh, and that's what that is, huh? Pretty much, I mean, get back. That's how I, I mean, y'all know, y'all, y'all know they get back, gang. But mm-hmm. anywho. Whole gang. I mean, this whole thing. I mean, uh, I guess what we got to do before we get out of here. What is y'all doing for Lover's Day? That's what I call it. I call it Lover's Day. I don't know who Valentine. Yeah, I don't know who Valentine is. Um, I'm keeping it simple. It's going to be cold, so I'm not going out. I really never do the crowds, uh, even if it wasn't a weather issue. So it'll probably be a nice home romantic dinner. I already picked up a gift, so I'm excited about my gift. Mm-hmm. I'm not the woman that just to get to get a gift. I give a gift to so. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I'm okay. just looking forward to a nice chill. Side chicks and uh, and I, I ain't gonna call them side chicks. I said side pieces, side pieces. I already broke the whole whole ordeal down. Like they ain't getting no love uh, this year. 
even before the weather got bad. Because, I mean, when it fell on the Sunday, I mean, the breakdown is Sunday is family day, right? Saturday was supposed to be the date night for mom and daddy. And then Thursday and Friday, they should have been trying to get plans and make sure everything was straight for the weekend. So they had no time for the side pieces. So the side pieces are really lonely. They 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 gonna be cold, lonely, and if they already watch Black Judas and the Messiah or whatever it's called, then you know they just gonna they gonna have a boring ass Sunday, because you know Monday starts a whole new week. So Lovers Day is in the past, so you can't go back and try to relive that on Monday or Tuesday, and Wednesday is gone for sure. Side chicks getting flighted this year. Yeah, they ain't getting nothing. Not unless they got a not unless they got a a real good, you know, sugar daddy or whatever you want to call them, sugar daddy or sugar mama. Unless you got a good sugar daddy or sugar mama, you ain't getting nothing. You just another thought or thought, whichever one you prefer. So, you no, know, it's the thought that counts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they gonna be together. <laughs> Both of your thoughts. Mm. But yeah, that's it. Uh I'm chilling. Okay. I'm a chill. I'm a work. I'm gonna put in my work and make sure you know we good. So on that note, it sounds like it's gonna be some fun. Oh yeah, you know. I'm excited. I'm happy for myself. I got the YouTube page up and running. I got videos up there, so I'm 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 really excited about that. And I'm gonna keep it coming. So like I said, I'll probably just get back to doing some more videos. Whatever I got, uh, a couple lens reviews that I gotta do. Or finish up. I already got, and then I already got the pictures or whatnot. <clears throat> I did do a photo shoot the other day. I'm gonna send y'all some of the pictures, and y'all just tell me what y'all think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, on that note, I guess we out of this thing. This has been oh, it's that podcast. I'm nerdy. I'm Issa. I'm Lisa. And <laughs> we out.